Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 18 of the Looking at Stamps podcast. This week, I start chatting with Patty Wallace, a 35-year stamp collector from Mississippi. This week, we talk about life in Mississippi, stamp storage, collecting for the joy of the endeavor, stamps on paper, buying stamps online, and starting all over again. Without further ado, here we go. Welcome, Patty. Thank you for being on the Looking at Sam's podcast. Thank you for having me, Bryce. So uh, I have noticed online that uh, you have mentioned in your profile, your Insta- you are, first of all, you are Southern Stamp Queen on Instagram. Yes. And I noticed in your profile that you have been collecting stamps for over 35 years, which to me is, is phenomenal. And so I'm really looking forward to uh, talking to you about your stamps and your stamp collections. Um, yes. But um, before we get started, won't you tell us a little bit about yourself for those of, uh, those of us who, who don't know you personally? Um, I came to, like I said, you came to, to mind when I saw your profile that you had collected stamps for such a long period of time. So I knew I had to have you on the podcast. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I um, live in central Mississippi. I was born and raised in Mississippi, and I started collecting stamps when I was about eight. Um, it has kind of been put on the side, you know, for normal life things like children and work. I work for a bank. I'm an accountant. Um, so most, most of my time is spent working, taking care of my kids. But um, this is something I like to do on the side along with painting and some things like that. And tell us how you came uh, to how you decided on your profile name. I just think it's absolutely fantastic. Southern Stamp Queen. So how did that come about? Well, it started out, I think I saw an article somewhere about post-crossing. So I started out discovering post-crossing back in January. And I named my um, profile name there is Southern Chick. And the more I thought about it, I think I actually started out with an Instagram name of Southern Chick. And then I said, no, wait, I can make it Southern Stamp Queen because I don't, you know, there's nobody else around here to do this. Um, I, I don't know anyone else around here who collects stamps. I have known like maybe two or three other people in my entire life personally who collected stamps. So to find all these people on Instagram that love stamps as much as I do, I'm like, I'll just go ahead and take this title right here. It's like a power vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it sounds so, so ahead. Yeah, and my, it sounds so genteel yeah. too. That's what I love about it. it it's it is it. a true yeah, it's a true Southern profile name, and I and actually, <laughs> I, I grew up in Texas, so yeah. I'm all about the South. So, so uh, I, I I detected Mississippi as soon as you answered the phone. So uh-huh. uh, I could I could guess that, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, now, are you Ole Miss or Mississippi State? Well, I probably would have said Mississippi State because my niece went there, but my son is thinking about going to Ole Miss. I'm really not an SEC person at all. I don't watch sports or follow any of them but I'll, i guess i'll say Ole Miss. okay fair <laughs> enough fair enough that's like me at you know asking you know university of texas or texas a&m you know? right so you know, it's, it's like the same one, kind of thing yeah, yeah who cares <laughs> yeah exactly I don't, yeah. I don't watch i don't watch football <laughs> <laughs> well that that's almost sacrilegious in mississippi though i know, uh, you know i have to be really quiet about saying yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> well let's get into the lightning round it's a series of five questions now you haven't seen these so uh but these are all going to be in your wheelhouse and and I, you got this i have no doubt okay. in my mind so okay. the first question favorite color turquoise oh okay 
That's that's a that's a specific answer, and I like that. That that's cool. Yes, I've always do you like liked the, that. Do you like the uh, jewelry as well, or just the color? You know, I don't really like the jewelry. I don't. Yeah. I mean, can never find anything to wear with it. So, but I and do it, love it, the color. And it's such an interesting shade of blue. You know, uh, and yeah, it's not teal. It's not. It's not a, a real blue. It's not. It's a. It is a mm-hmm. unique shade of blue. Absolutely. Right. Right. Uh, okay, for a good Southern girl, comfort food of choice. Oh, goodness. The thing that came to mind was macaroni and cheese automatically. Okay. Yeah, my favorite is the chicken and dumplings. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is the one must-visit location in your hometown? Hmm. In my hometown? Oh, gosh. I'm from Meridian, Mississippi, and there's an opera house there that they just recently renovated. Now, my high school son is in theater, and I had never been inside this opera house until just a few months ago. When I walked in, my breath was taken away. It is so beautiful. The name of it now is the MSU Riley Center, but um, I actually have a picture of it on my Instagram. Oh, it's, it's just beautiful. It's just what you would imagine an old, old opera house to be, very small theater with balconies, really ornate sculptings and things on the inside. It's really pretty. So, uh, first of all, uh, I think that's cool as well. But second is Meridian, Mississippi. I can't believe that I haven't heard that name. Really? In, yes, I spent have you ever two been weeks. There? I have. I spent two weeks when I was in the Navy in Meridian, Mississippi. Wow. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> and that's, that was, that, yeah, that's a long, <laughs> long time ago. But yeah. yeah. Wow. So we but, might have yeah. passed. Each, we may have passed each other in the mall one day. <laughs> well, that was in the 80s, so yeah. probably not. <laughs> well, maybe. That's maybe. Yeah. there. I remember okay. seeing lots of sailors at the mall on the weekend. Yep. They would uh, all, you know, that's like the only thing there was to that's do. <laughs> the only thing to do, yeah. <laughs> it was one of those situations where you wish you didn't have two days off. You know, right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. I can, I can feel that so much right yeah. now. Because, you know, just being at home all the time. Yeah. Just want to work on the weekends too. Yeah. <laughs> if you could, if you could repeat one year of your life, what would it be? Oh my gosh, I have to think about that. Um, I think it would be 2004 because that's the year that number one I had my first child. Um, I got a brand new car that year, and I passed the CPA exam. So that was a pretty good year altogether. That, that's a that's a real good year, absolutely. Yeah. And did you pass the exam on your first try? I did not. I passed okay. the fun. Yeah. Now, you know, used to you had to take the CPA exam over two days, and it was like you had to pass at least two parts to keep any of them. So every single time I took the exam, I passed the financial part, but I had that was just awful. I think I had to take it about four times, and I was okay. really good yeah. at accounting, too. So but account. here's the thing. You did it, though, and that, yes, that's I the did. beauty of it. Yeah, because there are so many people who don't, and that's, that's right. the thing, you know, and, right. and, you know, and then pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and saying, I am yeah. going to do this. And that, that was and that's hard. A, yeah, um, and so congrats to you. I, I do bookkeeping. You. I'm not an accountant, really? but I do bookkeeping, and so because okay. I never wanted – <laughs> I never wanted the certification and doing all those right. all those tests and stuff. Just you know, mm-hmm. I'll stick with my QuickBooks and do QuickBooks for other people. So yeah, yeah. But uh, awesome. but uh, last question: If you okay. can turn any activity into an Olympic sport, what would you have <laughs> a good chance of winning a gold medal for? 
Oh man, drinking Mountain Dew. Oh diet Mountain Dew. Dew. Yeah, I could drink like all the Diet Mountain Dew. Okay. <laughs> now, what medal would you get? Oh, gold. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Mine would be napping. If I could, if there's oh, yeah. an Olympic sport in napping, yeah, I'd be up there. I'd be contender. That's hilarious. <laughs> so let's talk about dance. Thirty-five okay. years career in dance. So yes. let's start off with how did you get started? How did it all begin? Well, when I was a child, I have an older sister who was eight years older than me, and she already collected stamps. So this is something I saw from the time I was very small. Um, I can remember her buying stamps in our local bookstore and soaking them in the bathroom and drying them. And so I saw this entire process. And, you know, back then, sticker collecting and things like that were a lot more popular. But I picked it up because she was a stamp collector. And at some point, I got my very own stamp album, and I still have that stamp album. It's a um, Harris Traveler stamp album. But I started collecting that way and buying them in the local bookstore. And my father also had a coworker who would um, save stamps for us and envelopes and bring them to us. So that that was how I got started. So these were uh, used stamps? Uh, yes, so you were, they were all okay. used at that point. And were they U.S.-based, international-based? or The ones well, that... The ones that people would say for us were U.S. mostly, but um, they used to have these big bags of stamps you could buy. It would be like 500 worldwide stamps. So I had stamps from all over the world. Um, yeah. and, and how did you store them? How did you keep them? Did you put them, you know, did you put the little, you know, uh, did you keep them in glassine envelopes? Did you put them in an album? Um, I, would put them in my, I would put them in my album with hinges. So okay. I mean, like all of, I've never... I had never picked up a stamp with a pair of tweezers. Like, yeah. this has all been done purely for my own enjoyment. I, you right. know, I don't plan on selling them or anything. But um, I, I licked a lot of stamp hinges <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to put them in, these, in this album. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not that precious with my stamps either. Now, I collect a, a, a lot of different things, but I'm with you. It's just that when we become i'm not doing it for money and i'm not right. i'm doing it for a personal enjoyment and right. the, the likelihood that my collection uh is going to be of value is fairly remote and yeah. so uh i yeah and i keep on telling people you know that do stamps the way you want to do stamps because right. uh when it when you become so particular about it and take for some people it takes the, the enjoyment out of it then right. when the fun leaves then then yeah what's the purpose exactly yeah and now I did, I I kind of trolled your feed, so um, <laughs> on Instagram. And uh-huh. one of the funniest quotes, and and I, you didn't mean it to be funny, but <laughs> I I did I did want to ask you, you had posted something that says, "What do you recommend for an album for someone who wants to start over?" Mm-hmm. Do you remember and that? I, I do, and I'm still thinking about doing that. And and what what do you mean by starting over? Are you going to start over with the stamps that you already have in albums and and redo those, or new stamps that you've gotten since and put in a different album, or what what is it that that you are contemplating? I guess when you use stamp hinges over twenty five years, they start to fall out. They and, do. Yeah, and also I've got large gaps in my collection. Um, I mean, my stamp album, you know how they have the pages that are dated and everything. Right. I go through maybe about 1979 or 1980 for the album that I had. And I never did buy the supplements. 
So I was thinking of maybe starting over to just a U.S. stamp album, or I know you can buy like a volume, volume one, volume two, and volume three as Mystic. I think it's Mystic, but still says. Yep. So something that I would be able to see what I'm missing so I can go and find the ones I'm missing. Okay. So you would do like the year, the yearly pages and see what's missing for years kind yes. of thing? Okay. Yes. yes. That's what I'm thinking of. Because uh, are you familiar with stamps.org, the APS Society, American Philatelic Society website? No, I've, I've okay. not been on there. If you go on there, they also have year pages that you can print out yourself. Oh, so that may be a way of bridging the gap as well. If you don't mm-hmm. want to, if you don't want to buy, you know, professional pages, you can just yeah. print these out and then put them in like a three-ring binder kind of thing. You know, granted, yeah, granted, Mystic Stamps products are great products, so I'm not denigrating them at all. It's just that mm-hmm. you know, we all have our different price points in which we can participate right. in in this, you know, in these endeavors. And so uh, that may be one way of, of gauging what you have uh, mm-hmm. and then deciding then how to, how to move forward. So yeah. you're probably I think thinking I'll take about a getting – that. Yeah, it's stamps, stamps.org. And if you do okay. a, um, a search in the little search bubble uh, for mm-hmm. album pages, okay. uh, you can uh, see what they have available. Okay, um, I will do that. Yeah, because there are other ways to do that too and, you know, in terms of – because you have these, these pages that are just – Simply, um, uh, what am I like? Little plastic sleeves that run across the page, and right. you can organize them that way as well, like mm-hmm. for color or for you know that kind right. of thing. If you're not trying to fill in your collection to complete a year kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Uh, so, um, because I, I did notice you, now something else that you said, which intrigued me as well, is that you said that you had a lot of stamps on paper that you needed to work on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but then you also said that you primarily were collecting sheets, yes. mint sheets. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Right. So how do you balance where you spend your time on those two different endeavors? Because those are two definitely different endeavors, right? Well, or no? Yes, they're totally different. I have not collected loose stamps since I was 20 years old probably. Okay. Um, I guess so this this is more about organizing what you have rather than con- right. continuing your right. collection. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Now, when I say I haven't collected them, I can never throw a pretty stamp in the garbage. I'll always cut it out and keep it. <laughs> yeah. No, but, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just tossing yeah. them in a box kind of thing. You know, I haven't done anything to organize them or store them or anything like that. Well, the thing for me is that when I do that, and, and it's one of those things that you, you swear to yourself that you're going to do it, you're going to be better organized and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. It's just that, just the effort to soak them off and then to dry yeah. them and to flatten them in the book or whatever you flatten them kind of thing. It's just like, you know, it's just such an effort that to where that, you know, I tend to like, oh, I'll just keep them in this box like you do, you know, kind of thing. Right. And I'll get to it and I'll dedicate a day to it or whatever. Right. And then a day turns into weeks, it turns into months that, you know, before it's all over. So, right. um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. So tell us about your sheets then. Because that's well, what I collect. I collect yeah. sheets, yeah. Um, and then, uh, but I collect stamps to use. I actually mm-hmm. use my stamp collection on on uh, postcards. I'm mainly a postcard right. and letter writer. Well, I started buying the sheets probably when I was in high school. I had a little part time job, and so that was the first time I'd had money to actually go and buy some. 
um, I started buying them then, and at some point I had enough that I bought like the clear plastic pages for a three-ring binder. Mm-hmm. And so I have several binders full of stamp sheets like that. But I was never one to go out and say, okay, there's three new issues. I'm going to go buy them all. I just bought the ones I like. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I'm missing a lot of stamps, but I did buy the ones that I liked or that were nostalgic to me or that were just pretty, you know, just for me. <laughs> now, do you, do you buy them uh, from USPS as, they, as they're issued or do you go a third part? third-party vendors to buy them, or how do you get your stamps once you decide that what you're going to buy? I've mostly bought my stamp sheets directly from USPS. Okay. I used to go into the post office, but nowadays everything's online, and that's a lot easier, and the shipping's really cheap, so I buy them online now. Now, as far as um, other stamps, I've, I'm still going on eBay and buying live stamps. Um, in fact, just before you called, I was opening up an envelope I got yesterday, and I got like Ten dollars worth of stamps for, or maybe it was more than that. I think I got. I don't know. They were below face value though, and these are mint stamps that I will use. Um, but the sheets that I buy from the post office, I'm mostly not going to use those unless okay. I bought duplicates. Okay, great. So, um, so because I, I do the same thing. Well, what, for the past five years, I've bought a set of every stamp that was issued that year. Yeah, and the ones that I uh, want to use or what multiples of, I will buy multiples uh, to mm-hmm. use them. But I will always keep one set in, in pure form, simply yeah. so that I can have a complete year's worth. Uh, and that only started within the last five years. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then I do themes, and I do you know I go third party vendors and do themes and things like that. But so let's start off with this year, and then we'll work backwards. What okay. uh, what stamp sets have you bought? this year so far and which ones are you looking forward to or are you yet do you even do that amount of research into it um this year i knew about the dragons this year okay what i've bought and mostly the ones i bought this year are used for post crossing Um, okay i bought a few on ebay that were i bought the Marilyn monroe sheet again okay and one that is the world of dinosaurs okay um, yeah, did you buy the T-Rex one that came out last year, or you I, did the World of Dinosaurs? I think I bought that one. Okay. I don't really remember. It, it gets to the point where I've looked at them right. online, they, they, and, yeah. and I want all, all of them, but I don't want to spend $100 on stamps. I'll usually right. spend 30 or, 30 or 40 at a time. Um, sometimes I'll spend more than that. But Yeah, I that's I, I usually buy on the first day of issue when, I can, when they're available at the local mm-hmm. post office, uh, right. because I... I uh, do a preview of each stamp as it's released on my uh, Instagram channel yeah. so that people can look at it in real light up close, and then they can then decide if they want to buy it on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so that's, that's what I do. But now the years start, you know, start blending in as well. <laughs> right, right. You know, they all just, blend together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, like, you know, I buy them as the year they were released, and then sometimes I will go back and buy previous years, and then I forget, was that 2018 or was that 2019? And so, yeah, keeping them straight sometimes can, can be, especially when they sell them over years. Definitely. Um, what, what has been your um, favorite purchase so far this year that you've gotten? I like the um, dragon stamps a lot, but okay. I also like the ones with the, pul- the sports balls. I'm trying to see if they were even this year. I've never seen it. The round ones, you know the one I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, the have a ball. 
It's, yeah. it's the title of it. Yeah. No, it says on the back. It says on the back there from 2016. Yeah, I, I was like going to say. Yeah. No, no, no. And that's and that's and that's the thing. It's just um, uh, the the thing that's significant about that particular stamp is that's the first stamp that was issued that particular texture. That yeah, each of those stamps is like textured. Yeah. So uh, not only neat. is it a not it's not only is it a round stamp. Uh, it's mm-hmm. one of the first round stamps for U.S. use. Uh, of course, we have the international global stamps that are round as well. But mm-hmm. uh, it's one of the few round stamps uh, that are for domestic use. Uh, yeah, and it was really a very nice. – yeah, they are. And especially if you have – you know, I always have difficulty finding stamps for, to send to young boys and men. Right. You know, of course, you know, of course, the dinosaurs ones are very, very popular – and, you know, in all their manifestations, whether it be the T-Rex that came out last year or the World of Dinosaurs. And there's the, also a prehistoric animals one that has a dinosaur mm-hmm. on it as well. And so, right. you know, but it, it's hard finding stamps that uh, that are amenable or um, enjoyable to, to young to young men and boys. So right. that's uh, that's why I particularly bought that that stamp set. Um, and uh, so. Uh, I do like that one as well. That, that, is, that is one of my favorites. And what is it about the dragon stamp that you like? It's got a little bit of a shine to it. That foil on it? Yeah, it's got yeah. that foil on yeah. it. And the co- I just like the colors. <laughs> yeah. It, no, it, it's no it's, there are great bold colors as well. And, you know, yeah. And I use that because I do post-crossing as well. And so mm-hmm. I usually will accompany that with um, a Harry Potter postcard right. or something oh, like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So those people I that want to just got those. some Harry Potter postcards too. That's a great idea. Uh, and I try because I'm trying to, to hoard my Harry Potter stamp set uh, <laughs> because those are getting harder and harder to find, and they're getting yeah. more and more expensive. Mm-hmm. What stamp will you spend a premium on? A premium on on to get? I got that one you'll... of the. I just recently bought one of those World Expo stamps. It's holographic. You know the one I'm talking about. It's like the Earth. I have to find it. Well, I'm, I'm not here. familiar with it's, that one. It, it's from um, can't put my hands on it right now. It was it was a World Expo. And it's really it's a big round stamp with a holographic image. Is like a moon landing stamp? No, I think it's no? just the okay. world. I'll have huh. to find it. I have a picture of it on my page. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll tag you in it later. Yeah, I can't put my hands on it right now. And is there anything that you want that you haven't been able to? drum up the courage to spend the money that people are asking for it? Because <laughs> I have a list of those that, you know, that I really want this stamp, but I'm not going to pay three times face value or three times the amount uh, yeah, that people not, are asking for it. I, I really don't intend to pay more than face value for anything. Yeah. Because um, there's so many others that I want that aren't that expensive. I'll just buy the other yeah. one. Yeah. My, my rule of thumb is that I will do uh, a markup of, of 25% and that's it. You know, mm-hmm. so I won't spend more than 25% of face value on a stamp and then uh, and just wait it out. You know, I, I keep a, I keep lists of stamps that I want as I come across them as, you know, mm-hmm. I'm introduced to them by other people. And I'm like, you know, OK, I'll 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 do that and I'll just wait for it. And sometimes you get lucky and sometimes you don't. Sometimes you're never going to get it. And that's fine, right. too. Yeah. yeah, that's OK. Yeah. Um, is there any stamp? Have you researched the stamps that are being released this year? Uh, are there any stamps that you're looking forward to? Well, I ordered the one. There's one with gardens or something. Yes, American Gardens that just came out. I ordered that one like weeks ago. And I got a package in the mail yesterday, and I said, oh, good. They waited till it came out, and it's here now. 
<laughs> have everything except for that one. So that should be coming in the mail just any day now. Yeah, that that's the thing is that they won't release it in advance, and they'll usually release it day of, first day of issue. And that was mm-hmm. the only issue, I think, this past Wednesday or Thursday. Because I haven't gotten mine either. I had to actually go yeah. to the post office. I had to go to three different post offices to find it. Uh, that's the beauty of being in New York City is you can have a whole yeah. bunch of post offices to go to. <laughs> um, and finally found one, and I'm going to actually be reviewing that stamp on Monday on my IGTV channel. Um, okay. And it's a beautiful stamp. I think you're re- a stamp set. You're really going to enjoy it. It's very similar to the um, uh, scenic, uh, river, uh, Wild and Scenic Rivers. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, it's that size stamp, uh, mm-hmm. and it, so it, it's it's it really is very very pretty, uh, and I think it could go a lot with a lot of things in terms of you yeah. compare like if you're doing international postage, you compare it with like an oh beautiful stamp or wild and oh, yeah. river stamp uh, to get you know extra postage. So I think I think people are really really going to like that one um, yeah. when it when it does when people do get it. That's all the time we have for this episode of Looking at Stamps. If you want to follow Patty on Instagram, you can find her profile as Southern Stamp Queen. Next week, we finish our interview, and topics will include Clint Eastwood, Peacocks, the Banana Stamp Incident, Stamps and Memories, and Stamps and Art. As always, thanks for listening, and please subscribe to the podcast and rate and review if you have a few moments. Please contact me if you have any questions or ideas for episodes or if you want to be featured on a future episode. You can contact me on Instagram as Russ Romano, on YouTube by searching for Looking at Stamps or sending an email to lookingatstamps at gmail.com. Until next week, bye-bye.